Welcome to Do That Well. I'm your host, Brenda Brown, and with me, executive coach Karen Thrall. Today on Do That Well, to close out our holiday game fun that we've been having, Karen, I wanted to start off by having you play the holiday game because (laughs) I've played the holiday game. We've called up all our friends and family and had them play the holiday game, but you haven't been picked on yet. I have not. (laughs) I I, I thought I could get away with it. But you couldn't. (laughs) I caught me. (laughs) I'm cornering you. Yeah. Virtually. Okay. So you know the rules. I do. You want to pick a category? Right. Um, Let's do food. All right. Okay. Karen's choosing food. So much pressure. You know what's funny? You know what's funny is I actually am trying, I'm racking my brain trying to remember what the questions are because I haven't looked them over. And I'm like, think, Karen, think. What were the questions? <laughs> <laughs> trying to formulate your answer yeah. before I ask. Yeah. I love that. Okay. What's your favorite Christmas cookie? Oh, so my mom probably had a dozen different type of recipes. And um, I did, I love the sugar when I was the sugar cookies that you put the green icing on or the pink icing on or the sparkles or all that stuff. And I loved decorating those with my mom. And so we'd had the little cookie cutters. So that was, that's still like that, that has a lot of uh, you know, fondness attached to it. So that, that wins by far. That's my the classic Chris. Like, oh yeah. Cookie. yeah. Yeah. It was the best. And then you try to sneak more cookies than you were allowed to take. <laughs> <laughs> Would you help decorate them? Yeah. Yeah. So she would do all the dough. And sometimes I would help with the dough. But I, it was the, it was when she'd roll it out and then you take them. They were tin. They were tin. Uh, they weren't plastic. Mm-hmm. Well, some of them were plastic, actually. But most of them were tin. And so you'd place it down. And sometimes I'd get it right. And sometimes I didn't, you know. And then she'd have to re-roll it. <laughs> <laughs> and, then play, and then having them come out warm. And then we'd ice them and oh well we'd have to cool them down and ice them and then she'd have all kinds of little sparkly things to add to them and it was the best and I did I did with my kids too I did it with my kids oh really yeah are you um a maximalist when it comes to your decorating for some reason I see you being like more sparkle more sprinkle (laughs) no well no no I think I'm less less is more for me but as a little girl, as a little girl, no, no, let's go. Let's, we're going all in. <laughs> okay. That's what I'm thinking. Like I'm imagining little Karen and I just imagine yeah. you wanting all the sparkle. Yeah. Bling it out. Bling these cookies out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the kid that would have put like one oh. candy and to be like, that's the reef topper. That's all it gets. <laughs> oh. That was easy. That was harmless. Like, okay, this isn't so bad. <laughs> <laughs> we can do this. Do you um, want to pick a new category? You do it. You do it. You pick the category. Pick the category for you. Yeah. Okay. Oh, now he's putting the pressure back I on. I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to do shopping. Okay. What is your honest opinion about holiday shopping? No judgment. Okay, so I'm not a shopper. So like 20, like 365 days a year, I'm not a shopper. I don't enjoy shopping. I don't have shopping therapy, you know, like all that retail therapy. I don't have any of that. So the most I can do is an hour and two, uh, two hours is max. I can go shopping, then I get a headache. (laughs) (laughs) 
so but if I have to go shopping, if I'm not going to order it and stuff, but you know, if I want to go to the local local companies, I, I usually park at the very, very back of the parking lot so I can get my steps in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do a little bit of exercise here. <laughs> so, so I'm not that person that has to look for the front parking space. I actually don't want the front parking space. I want to park as far away as possible because just psyching myself up to go shopping, <laughs> that gives me a chance to walk it. You know, okay, here I go. <laughs> but I, so that I'm not a big, I I'm probably already know ahead of time. I want to be like in and out. So I've already kind of set my mind. So I'm not a window shopper. So I'm not looking as I'm shopping. So I kind of have the ideas because I don't want to be in there for very long. So I'm not like people, my friends who love shopping, I'm not fun to go with because I'm looking at my, my watch going, when, when, when are we going for a glass of wine? <laughs> are we done yet? <laughs> so I like that idea though. It's you get that time. It's like a warm up and a cool down almost <laughs> like you get the time you're going into the shopping. Like you get to amp yourself yeah. up and the way out. It's like decompress like, Oh, I'm done with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And also the, the the tension in the parking lot, like you can feel the tension of people. And I, that makes, I don't like that. Like, I don't, I'm, I don't want to be, I don't get upset and I don't know. I like everyone just love each other. <laughs> so to park far, far away, I'm like, no, seriously, you can have this spot. Please have it. I'm, I don't want it. I'm going way over there where there's like seven cars and we're all in the same kind of perspective. <laughs> like we're all, we're all like, we're good. Are you good? We're good. I'm good. Okay. Hi. How are you? Good. <laughs> Yeah. I always, I actually do the same thing. It's always really mind boggling to me when you see someone and they'll be sitting in their car waiting because they see someone's going to leave and they'll just sit there forever and all these cars pass around them. I, I, no. I just go to where there's already a space further yeah. away. It's no, fine. me too. But no judgment though. You, no judgment. Exactly. We're all, no judgment. We're all quirky. People would see me as being super quirky. Like they'd find that ridiculous. So if you're so efficient about shopping, why do you park so far away? Good point. That may, that is a good point. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're efficient about shopping, not parking. Those are different. I know, right? It's different. I'm, I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you want to do? Do you want to do one more? Okay. Sure. One more. Trifecta of questions. Okay. Let's go. Do you want to pick or do you want me to pick? No, do it. Do it. It's better. More spontaneous. Okay. Then we're going to do sentimental. Okay. And I'm going to have you complete this sentence. The best way to spend a Saturday in December is blank. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's uh, so outdoors, 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 outdoors. So Corey and I were in Whistler for two months and to go walk the trails and it was, it was a winter wonderland. So it's so peaceful and the fresh air, like my endorphins are just like buzzing, but in the, it, but in California, same thing, like we'll, we'll go, we'll maybe climb a trail, like a more like of a desert trail or, you know, one of the foothills. And so, and it's just so nice to be out there with the sun shining on your face and I just love it. It's just very it just invigorates me. So definitely I have to be outdoors on Saturdays. That's a, that's a, and then, I mean, it's COVID right now. So for COVID, like I would also enjoy a patio time if it wasn't COVID and just sit and 
have a cold beverage and people watch whatever, just super chilled. But with it being COVID, we go to the grocery store and we get a lot of fun foods and beverages and we kind of make our own little thing on Saturday, you know, evening, which has been really fun too. Oh, that sounds really yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. And for for December, I mean, because I'm going to get a little more sentimental and then idealistic because of the festivity. So I do want a blend of music. So I want holiday music. I want Christmas music, but I don't want it on every song. So I still oh, want okay. to come in and out. So I, I want kind of a blend. And Corey and I both like uh, Frank Sinatra and Ella Fitzgerald, you know, and all. A classic. Etta yeah, Etta James. Yeah. So we want all that. Kind of, and then we throw in a little bit of Christmas or holiday tunes. <laughs> Do you ever get behind the pop Christmas, pop Christmas tunes like Mariah Carey? Or <laughs> yeah, I, I, and I, I love them all, except I just don't want them one like back to back. So if Mariah Carey shows up, I'm good with that. But then let's have a back to normal, a different song, <laughs> something non-holiday related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, I like the mix. Yeah. Okay. And in the mornings, like in the mornings, I like the instrumental. Like I like chilly. I like starting my day with really chilled music that doesn't have any lyrics. You know, it's just music instrumental and that. So, but yeah, Saturdays are awesome. That's fun. Aww. Yeah. I like that. Oh, that's so good. Well, yeah. Well, there we go. That's all I get. Three questions. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll stop at three. <laughs> Well, thank you, Karen, for amusing me. We had to pick on you a little bit. A little bit, a little bit. That's fair. Fair, fair. And we needed Matt. Too bad Matt's not here to serenade. I know. (laughs) That memory of of Christmas carols of really being the belter. Like, I belted out the Christmas carols. That's so fun. (laughs) And I remember, like, having to be uh, uh, the one, um, you better watch out, you better not pout. Santa Claus is coming to town. I had, Mm -hmm. I belted that one out. I remember that in the fourth, third grade or something like this. I was, we had a singer. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, yeah, loud. But I've lost some of that. I don't have that loud singing thing anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. So I was in choir, uh, but I have a very low singing voice. And so my memories of singing Christmas carols, because we actually did, we went to, you know, the nursing homes and we went to the state fair and did a caroling recital, you know, something like that. But unfortunately, all of my memories memories of singing Christmas tunes is not of belting out the fun <laughs> lyrics because I had the low voice. So it was always the, you know, the harmony. So I remember with Little Drummer Boy, my part was just literally saying like rum, pa 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 pum or something like that. So she's back there like rum, pa 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 pum pa 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 pum you know, and that was all I got to do. I didn't, I didn't get to sing the fun lyrics. So even nowadays, you probably, when the song comes on, you only know that part. Like I always just sing the harmony. Yeah, so Victor's looking at you. You okay, honey? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm singing Little Drummer Boy. That's not Little Drummer Boy. It is Little Drummer Boy. This is it. This is the part I think. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, my family they like doing uh, harmonies, so we all had a we all like we had my my mom had these little Christmas carol sheets. So I remember there's several times I've seen in the living room singing Christmas carols. Well, Maybe somebody not. Had to sing the rum pa 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 pum part. <laughs> someone else understands the pain out there. 
<laughs> and we, you know, and the, the 12 days of Christmas, because it's such a long song, that one and Oh Holy Night, they're so long. You like, you almost go, no, no, please don't pick that one. Please don't pick those. Please don't pick those. It'll be here. Like, it'll take us like 20 minutes to say it. <laughs> they are, they're fun, but I kind of like the shorter, the shorter Christmas carols. <laughs> That's fair. Some of them are very long. Because <laughs> they are. So the other thing that I wanted us to talk about today on our podcast as we we are in Christmas zone now, it is the holidays, and I wanted to just talk about some other ways that we're seeing our friends and family connect because this is such a unique year. Yeah. Well, I know what Corey and I are going to do, um, we're going to do like a turn our car into a Santa sleigh so we're gonna tailgate uh so we're gonna go over to his aunt and uncles and and just have like a little tailgate party where we sit outside in their in their driveway and just we'll open up the trunk we're gonna put lights in the trunk and have our little uh, bluetooth speaker and we'll have our chairs and just sit and we'll bring their favorite beverages and stuff just so and we'll just sit like it's outside we're gonna do the distance and all that and just celebrate and raise our glass to each other and just enjoy celebrating with them so I think that's gonna be really and we're gonna do that with his family because they're quite a really they're very close family so they all usually really go all out for holidays and well any time of the year actually (laughs) so that's our way of we're just gonna go house to house and you know one a day or whatever and just spend quality That's time so outdoors fun. and yeah, I, I, I like that idea of decorating your car too yeah, so that yeah. it's not just you're showing up and you're standing out in a driveway yeah. like you're bringing the festivity to yeah like Corey's gonna put inside the trunk when we lift it up he wants the light to shine and we'll have our bluetooth speaker and we'll have some tunes and anyways so that'll be nice because then we can celebrate each, each other and the family without you know not being indoors you know so and that's the thing, like with tradition, and I, I wonder. See, I'm not wired this way, but I can really see how it affects people. People who love the the tradition of every year, what their family does, is really important to them. And I, I, I'm different, and I just kind of like any day we can be together to me is is celebrating. So if I can't be with you on December 25th, I'll make up. For it we'll make up for it and we're going to have our own december 25th one day but that's me right that's i i'm okay that it's not on that day i i'm going to make sure it happens even though it didn't happen that day so but that's not everybody you know like right i know right. tons of people i absolutely love and adore that do take the december 25th december 24th those are important days specifically on those days because they come with all this wealth of tradition. And what do you say? Like, what do you say to the people that are grieving that they can't do their, their norm? Right. Well, so my family is very much so that way, very traditional. There's a very specific thing that we do and we've been doing it for years. My mom always cooks the exact same thing. Even I tried to put garlic in the mashed potatoes one year and I never heard the end of it because that was not (laughs) the way we do it. Um, So the traditions are, they run deep. Um, (laughs) And, and this year for my mother and my brother, I know that it's been a challenge because I have I have two half brothers and one of them lives in the same city as my mom and dad. And so he's the only one that will be celebrating with them this year. And 
you know, we've been trying to find ways that we can stay connected because for my mom, it's not the same unless the family's all together. Like she's not even doing presents because she's like, well, it's no fun if not everybody's here to open them up together. What's the point? And I, a lot of that spirit is gone because she's not able to have those traditions. Um, So we've been trying to find different ways. And for us, what we're going to do is once they're together on their end, we'll, we're going, Victor and I will make dinner in our home and then we're just going to do a FaceTime and all eat together still virtually. (laughs) That's a great idea. That is a great idea because you're still together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that is brilliant. You know, that could be something where everyone still has their, (laughs) you know, like, let's say you're, because my parents, for my parents, they, they're not going to see any of their kids. This will be the first Christmas in 61 years that they don't get to be with their, with, well, my sister and then my brothers and then me, like there's four kids, but it'll be the first time without seeing any of their children. So that my mom, oh, my mom is like, she made Christmas so amazing for us growing up, everything like the, the tree was bare and, you know, there was all these things from Christmas Eve all the way till Christmas evening, games and family games and cookie, everything. Like she was really committed to making that an, an incredible experience. So all four of us siblings, we we love, we love the, just the, the wonder, you know, the excitement and all that. And um, so for my mom to have to say, yeah, I, we're not going to see any of you this year. You just, oh, because I know how important this day is for her. And right. she's been really, really, um, I think she's okay with it. Like she recognizes that this is a unique situation and, and she's okay with it. But I still, you know, like you think of, but I love this idea of, of, everybody being at the dinner table but through a camera there is something really special about that yeah another idea that my friend did and I suppose it would be a little late late in the game for people to execute this now but maybe it's something you could do for the new year's festivity or as a post holiday thing for fun was she actually made a sort of a Christmas package and she sent it to the people she normally sends, spends Christmas with. So she made the same cookies that they usually have. And she made, um, she sent like a mini bottle of wine with some mold spices and things like that. So it was the traditions that they normally have, their cookies and their mold wine. But she made it as a to-go thing mm. and then shipped it to them so that they were able mm. to still experience those traditions together yeah. in a way. And I thought that was really a fun idea as well. So creative. Corey and I were watching the Grinch, uh, the Jim Carrey Grinch um, the other day. And um, it was really, and then there's a new one out. We we also watched the new animated one that's out as well. And, um, you know, that was actually the one we were watching. And when they all come out to the tree, and there is no tree, but the the heart of the community was still there, and the love was still there. And it, interesting that during this COVID pandemic, that spoke to me louder than it ever has in my entire life. Because you know, I grew up on the, the the original animated Grinch, right, and then Jim Carrey, and now this one. Like I just think it's a great storyline and uh but it really stood out and I was because it was my first time seeing this new Grinch uh Mm -hmm. animation so I was very aware of all the different scenes and what they were choosing to keep in the movie and what they added to and all that 
So when it came time for them to sing around the empty tree, I went, wow, that is speaking to me louder than it ever oh. has. And it's because that's what's most important. It's not things. It's not. Right. And so the heart of love and for family and friends, the coming together, you know, the celebration, I go, that is really the heart and soul. And we not nothing can take that from us, you know. And um, that doesn't, no, no difficult circumstance can take away that my love for my family, my love for my friends. That is such a beautiful message. Um, so before we started recording, you read to me a, a piece of a song. And I was hoping that you could, could bring that up because I think that's a really nice note for us to close our episode on. Uh, I was tinkering around on the piano and trying to find uh, Christmas tunes that I could easily play in chord formation. <laughs> so I was, I brought up uh, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. And I, some lines jumped out at me. So have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. From now on, our troubles will be out of sight. So there's this moment where we just stop and go, there are no troubles today, you know. Um, uh, then it goes on. Uh, it says, uh, faithful friends who are dear to us gather near to us once more. But then the next line was one that really hit me. Through the years, we all will be together if the fates allow. And I went, whoa, that is so applicable. <laughs> Through the years, we all will be together if the fates allow. And I just thought, hang a shine star upon the highest bow and have yourself a merry little Christmas now. But I went, Whoa, that it made me curious. Like, I would like to hear the history of that, that song. Like what made the writer put that in there in the first place? Was it because you didn't, you weren't able to see everybody, you know, you still were doing handwritten letters with a, postage stamp and you didn't have the luxury of just being able to get up and go and grab a flight and take off and be wherever you want to be with whoever you want to be and that's something we're really fortunate to have in our world now but back then it was like if the fates allow and I thought wow that's really really timely yeah it, it is and thank you for finding that and sharing it because I do think that that resonates so much with where we are this year in the holiday season. Just this idea of we'll be together if the fates allow. And I think it's a nice reminder that throughout your life that things are going to change. Things are fluid and it won't always be the same. And I think that that is a nice reminder to us. It's a nice sentiment. Yeah. Okay. And that also, one of the philosophies I like living by is the four seasons. So there's a winter, spring, summer, fall. And winter is when the leaves fall and the tree looks like there's no life on it, but all the roots underground are, are getting deeper during the winter. So even though it's a bare, naked tree, the growth is in the hiding. So all the deep, deep roots are still growing. And then you get spring and all these little buds and they go, okay, this is a season in my life where there's buds, something is new that's coming and it's okay. And it's, un I don't know what it's going to look like, but I'm open and, and I, I'm welcoming this new. And then summer is when you're just at the top of your A game, there's blue skies, 
this, the gardens are full and we have these seasons where all is well and we hold on to and we're grateful because, oh, I'm having a good season. And then fall is the turning, the transition where the leaves are falling and you're like, oh no, something is closing and I, I'm afraid because I don't, why, why am I losing my leaves? Like what's happening? And I'm in transition and this feels chaotic, but every season, just like, just like nature tells a story and we go in and out of those seasons constantly and this holiday season is another proof of that. Like everybody's going to be experiencing this holiday season and either in a winter-like place or spring, summer, fall. And there's that tension because I want to also remember the friends and family we have, but not the expense of forgetting those who have an empty chair. And it's like the paradox of, wow, like it, it, it's a weird feeling, you know, like, we're laughing and then I have this thing in my head that niggles at me, you know, just reminding me that it's not all laughs, you know. Ah, So I do have to say that because I feel like that completes more of my thinking to bring in to bring in the seriousness for some families that will have the empty chair. And I don't I want to uh, embrace them right now and include them in this conversation and go, we are here and we know the laughter may not be the same for you, but I, you know, just that remembering reminiscing about the love the deep love for you have for your family members that have that have, are not here this year you know so I had to say it thank you for saying that Karen I think that is a really important message and you know as we continue on it is so interesting at this point in the game I think that everybody that I know knows somebody else that has contracted COVID and it's, it's not always a positive outcome. So I think it's, as you said, it's really important to not forget the ways that it's affected people's lives and to, to hold those people in our hearts too during this season. Definitely. Oh, well, these are really, I think, nice sentiments for us to end our episode on today some food for thought some things to think about how that is reflected in yourself during this holiday season that is so unique from ones that have come before and hopefully ones that will come after (laughs) so next week will be our last podcast of 2020 And Karen, you and I are going to take a walk down memory lane and we're going to start with our first episode and look at where we've come with our listeners. And I'm excited for it. (laughs) I really am. Me too. All right. Well, thanks for listening and we'll see you next week.